besties. Um, it's a little awkward. <laughs> it's definitely been a while. I do apologize. Um, I was on a little break. Things got pretty hectic in my life, so I do apologize for that. But hey, we're back. So it's all good, right? We're good. We're cool. We're kosher. I fucking hate that I just said that. Anyways, um, I'm sorry if this episode sounds like shit because I'm actually trying a new recording method. I am currently in my car. I am in the passenger seat of my car and um, I have my whole setup in here. My laptop, my mic, um, and this time I'm holding my mic. I don't have it posted up somewhere. But yeah, if you just heard a beep in the background, that was the car that just parked right next to me. Um, I'm parked at my apartment complex right now. So, <laughs> um, we're going to see how this goes, okay? I didn't want to have to interrupt, you know, my roommate and her boyfriend. Um, you know, I didn't want to have to tell them to shut up for like an hour. Um, felt like that would be kind of shitty. So, I just came to my car. And honestly... It's pretty quiet, so maybe it'll work. But anyways, um, before I start fucking blabbering some more, welcome back to the podcast, finally. This is So Basically, and I am your host, Lauren Wooten, as always. But, um, holy shit, it has definitely been a while since I've recorded an episode. Uh, like I said, life has been pretty crazy these past few months. I think the last time I uploaded an episode was September. So yeah, um, I do have some explaining to do. So we're going to catch up real quick, do a little life update, just like the old days. First of all, um, volleyball season ended. It ended, I want to say like the first week of November or something like that. We got all the way to um, the national championship, I think. I think that's what it's called. We were in, like, the championship bracket. Um, we got first in our conference, which is super dope. Um, yeah, it was it was a long season. We ended up losing in the um, championship match, so we didn't go to nationals. But... I would say overall it was still a pretty fucking successful season. So that was fun. But in other news, I am retiring. Yes. Isn't that crazy? After 10, 11, I think 11. Damn. 11 years of playing volleyball. Um, I decided to hang up the jersey because <laughs> a bitch is tired. Okay. Um, you know, it was fun. I absolutely love the sport, still do, um, you know, I'm gonna play for fun in my free time, but I just feel like over this past year, this year has just been very transformative for me, and I feel like I grew and developed a lot of different interests, and volleyball kind of fell on the back burner a little bit, um, again, don't get me wrong, I still love the sport, and I absolutely love the coach that I had. And all the ones that I've had in the past, um, you know, I loved my teammates. It's just, you know, I feel like it's time to move on, open a new chapter in my life. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I will say, though, when 
our last game came around and we lost. Obviously, I cried because um, I'm an emotional bitch. But <laughs> I feel that the more more of the reason as to why I cried is because I finally realized, damn, this has been a huge part of my life and now it's over. I'm moving on. And I feel that I was just more scared of the unknown because for the longest I have, you know, just seen myself as, oh, I'm a volleyball player. You know, that's what I identified as. So now I'm like, damn, it kind of feels like a part of my identity is gone. But I feel that's a little dramatic. I feel that she was being slightly dramatic. So... (laughs) I don't feel that way anymore. Um, It's been, you know, I want to say over a little over a month now that I haven't been identified, quote unquote, as a volleyball player. And I feel fine. I feel normal. Um, But, you know, I didn't have any years left um, in these knees. And (laughs) I don't have Megan knees, ma'am. So I have to save them while I can before I start feeling like I'm 80 at the age of 20. So, yeah. Oh, and I just I just rubbed my eye and totally forgot that I had mascara on. So it's probably smeared all over my face. That's amazing. Anyways, um, completely sidetracked. As always, didn't y'all miss this? Another thing, I started working two jobs now. I still work at the golf course and I got another job at a restaurant. And I am a hostess. Yay! Um, <laughs> I make it sound so boring. But it's honestly not that bad. I work at a really cool place. Um, so, you know, it's it's fun. I enjoy it. Um, however, working in food, you know, even if you aren't serving the people, you know people can be assholes. Um, if you're in any type of customer service related job, you understand. People are just dicks for no reason. My second day of training, I had a grown man yell at me because he was throwing a hissy fit about a table that he wanted that I wouldn't give to him because he wasn't on the wait list. Um, so yeah, love it. But no, for real, two jobs is not terrible when you actually have enough time on your hands. Um, Again, now that I'm not in volleyball, I feel like it's kind of a positive just because I have so much time now. And now that, um, you know, school's out. Oh, yeah. Um, I have my associates, bitches. Ah! I finished my time at Mountain View, graduated early, passed all my finals like a fucking champ. So... I'm done. I have my associates. I'm taking a gap semester, going to go back to the age for a bit, figure out where I'm going to transfer to, sign up for some scholarships, academic scholarships, since I'm not playing ball anymore. And yeah, we're just going to see where that takes me. So that's fun. But let's see, what else have y'all missed? Oh, and then, you know, the usual traveling for the holidays. Um, I went home from thanks- for Thanksgiving. So that was fun. Went back to Houston, saw a couple friends, of course, saw my family, um, tolerated them for probably like four days, and then I was ready to come back to Dallas. Um, But mom, dad, 
Jaden, if you're listening, I love y'all. Um, Maddie too, but honestly, I don't think she listens. To, I, I wouldn't want her to listen to this, <laughs> honestly. But family, love y'all to death. Um, y'all are the best, but sometimes y'all get on my nerves. But hey, that's family, right? Right. I can't be the only one. Come on. Like, I, I love them to death, but you know when you have that little taste of independence when you're off at school and then you go back home to your parents' house and you're like, damn, I have to ask to run to the store again. Like, <laughs> usually I can just leave, but no, for real though, absolutely love my family. It was so great seeing them and I'm actually going back home again next week to see them for Christmas, so that should be fun. But anyways, enough about all that, enough about the life update. What I'm really here to talk about is some changes that I've been going through lately. Um, I don't know if anyone else really has been through these changes before or has felt these kind of changes, but maybe I can decompress in this episode and hopefully some of y'all relate. I try my best to keep the topics to something that we can all relate to, but I feel like since it's been so long since I've recorded, I want to talk about something that has just been going on in my life, you know, because I'm trying to be relatable to y'all. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, have that little, that little one-on-one sign with y'all, but no, seriously, I'm, I just want to decompress this episode. I'm going to talk about, um, quite a few things. So for starters, I've noticed over the past month or two that I have been going through changes. And I know when you first hear that, it's probably, you're probably thinking I'm having another breakdown, another depressive episode. You know, you're like, Lauren, fuck again? Come on. (laughs) No, that's not what this is about. Okay. I will say that my depression has been, um, I'd say it's been better. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily sad or as sad as I used to be. It's definitely getting better, but I still have those days where I just don't feel like doing anything. And that's not out of laziness. That's simply just me not having enough, mm, not energy, but motivation, I guess you could say, not having enough motivation to actually get out of bed. And usually I would consider that, you know, a rest day, a mental health day, but most of the time I can still make it to the gym. So it really concerns me when I don't even have enough motivation to get out of bed and go to the gym. Even if I don't go early in the morning, I could go in the middle of the day for all I care, as long as I don't work. But sometimes lately I've just been, you know, "Eh, well, I won't go. I don't really need to. When in reality, I'm just making up excuses so I can stay in bed and pout. Over what? Well, I mean, there's there's stuff I could (laughs) be upset about, but I try not to. You know what I mean? I'm really trying to get better. Um, but yeah, I, I would say my depression is honestly getting better. But again, this is not a depressive episode, okay? These changes 
I feel like these changes are actually a positive because I look at them as a sign of growth and healing and honestly maturity, which is shocking. But again, this year has been very transformative. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. So to start, I feel that I have started to become a little quieter. Now I know when you're listening to this podcast right now, you're going to be like, Lauren, shut the fuck up. You're not quiet at all. You sound the exact same that you did in September. What are you talking about quiet? Well, obviously I want to make the podcast interesting. So I'm not going to speak in a monotone voice the entire time and bore y'all to death. But I would say in day-to-day life, I've started to become a little more quiet, a little more reserved, I guess, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I feel like when I start to be quiet, a lot of people question if something's going on. Lately, nothing has really been going on with me mentally. I feel like I'm stable. um, Things are good. It's just, I'm kind of quiet now. And I'm not saying that I've become antisocial, but, you know, I love being with my friends still. I love hanging out with my family. And when I'm around my friends, I am still, you know, I still get kind of crazy, I guess. I can be loud, you know, I laugh, I enjoy my time with them. So, again, I wouldn't say that I'm becoming antisocial or anything like that. It's just, I'm more, it really feels more like peace. I'm more at peace with myself. Growing up, I was very talkative. Obviously, I still am. (laughs) But um, I feel like looking back, I would simply do too much all the fucking time. I would do too much. I was loud. I was obnoxious. And honestly, just rewinding the tapes of my life, I feel that for a long time, I was just fucking annoying. I was annoying. Let's be honest. And, you know, obviously my friends growing up, they wouldn't, they wouldn't tell me that to my face. I'd be like, yep, guys, am I annoying? Because I, I grew up with that insecurity sometimes. I, I always had the idea in the back of my mind that I was doing too much. So I would ask my friend, you know, hey, am I annoying? Do I talk too much? I'd ask questions like that. No, Lauren, no, we love you. But deep down, I know you fuckers, I know that y'all at least once hanging out with me had to be like, damn, she kind of, she's kind of on my nerves today. (laughs) So yeah, I would say that I did entirely too much growing up. Um, And you know, when you're younger, you go through that phase where you want to talk to everyone. You're really social, at least for me, I was a very social butterfly. I feel like sometimes I still am, but I don't know. I feel like I'm at the point where I wore myself out and I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but I, I just wore myself out. I was really annoying and again, would just talk too much. And I feel like I always had something to say. 
and now I don't really have anything to say. I'm okay with being quiet and not having anything to say at all. But that doesn't mean that I don't speak my mind anymore. I just keep unnecessary talk to a minimum because I feel like it's now pointless. What's the point of carrying on a conversation about something completely irrelevant or just trying to make small talk just because I feel awkward in a situation? Why not just enjoy the silence? Enjoy the peace. Because honestly, I feel like the reason why I would talk so much The reason why I would always, you know, try to do the most is because I wasn't at peace with myself. I always needed something going on. I always needed someone to talk to. I always needed to be, you know, my, I always needed my mind to be, I guess you could say proactive. I don't, I don't even fucking know, but I feel like I just didn't enjoy peace because I didn't really have any peace within myself so that's why oh my god someone just parked next to me I hope y'all didn't hear that little honk they were like blasting their music too but whatever anyways I feel like I just did too much and since I didn't have that peace about myself and within myself it caused me to I guess act out but now I'm at the point where again I've worn myself out and I'm okay with being silent. Doesn't mean I'm going to let people walk all over me or anything like that, but you know, I'm okay with just enjoying the silence. I don't have to have something going on 24 seven now in order for me to be okay. I can finally just sit back and enjoy silence, which I feel like is a big step for me, a lot of growth in that department because I feel like even, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was that same way, you know, kind of annoying sometimes. And honestly, I feel like I still am annoying (laughs) in some social situations, but you know, that's just my social anxiety telling me that I'm stupid. So, you know... It's always going to be there, but still, I'm at the point where I try to keep all the unnecessary shit to a minimum, and I'm kind of okay with just, you know, being alone, which is actually my second topic of discussion, which is comfortability with being alone. Like I said before, I have always wanted people around. I I don't care what I was doing, where I was going. I would always try to invite someone. If I had to go pick up fucking milk from the grocery store, I would call up a friend and be like, yo, are you busy? Because I really need to go pick up some milk, but I don't want to be alone. And maybe that was just a part of my anxiety, you know, going into social anxiety. Oh, I don't feel like being alone. I don't like the feeling of people looking at me, that kind of thing. Don't necessarily like being in the center of attention around strangers, blah, blah, blah. But I'm at the point now where I would rather do things alone. 
which is really weird because again, if you know me, you know I am a social butterfly. I, you know, usually love talking to people, getting to know people. And I'm not saying that that went away, but I just find it unnecessary to have to call someone up to do the bare minimum just because I was scared of being alone with my thoughts. (laughs) But now I'm not necessarily scared. I'm not scared of myself. I'm not scared of my thoughts. I'm fine with being alone. And I've noticed that I've become more comfortable with that. And something that has honestly helped me with that is I take myself on dates. And that sounds really fucking corny. It sounds really stupid. But I honestly feel like it helps. And it doesn't even have to be anything super expensive or luxurious. I literally will take myself to a coffee shop and buy a cup of coffee, read a book. You know, when I'd had homework, I would do homework. And I'd be there for hours. And I enjoyed it. I wasn't worried about, oh my god, the person walking in to get a cup of coffee, but he's looking at me. I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Look at me, um, you know, approach, well, don't approach me, actually. <laughs> because I'll be like, what? <laughs> what? Most of the time I have headphones on when I take myself on these little dates. But, you know, at this point, I'm okay with doing things by myself because I feel as if now I enjoy my own company before I don't think I enjoyed my own company which led me to asking other people to join me whenever I went to go do something because I didn't enjoy my own company I didn't want to be alone with myself because let's be honest I didn't like myself at all but This year has been absolutely just so, I've used this word so many times I feel like already, but it really has been transformative for me. And it took a big trauma to happen in order for me to learn a lot of things about myself, um, grow, develop, heal. And I hate that it took that. But honestly, if it never happened, then I really don't think I would have grown as much as I have this year. And I just think it's really crazy how much things have changed, how much I've changed. But I don't know. I I like myself now. I genuinely like myself. I have days where, you know, I may not feel confident or I may not like how I look. Literally this morning, I was at the gym doing upper body and I don't know why, but when it comes to upper body days, I feel so just self-conscious because my upper body isn't my greatest strength. I don't have, (laughs) literally, I don't have a lot of strength in my arms. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm progressing, I'm trying, but you know, the, the try hard in me wants to do everything right and perfect the first time. So if I can't go in there and fucking lift 45s in shoulder press, then I feel like 
I don't know. Like, I suck. <laughs> but today, I was working out, and I didn't feel super confident in my body. I was like, damn, I feel kind of like shit. I feel like I look like shit. So, I still have those days, but, you know, now, I'm more comfortable with, I guess, my mentality and who I am as a person. It's not necessarily all about looks. I'm just more comfortable with who I am now. So it's easier to enjoy my own company. I used to always feel like when I went somewhere or did something, I had to bring somebody along. But now, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, I'd, I'd rather do it alone. I'd rather have my alone time. Because I find a lot of these errands that I run or whatever I may do, I try to turn them into these, you know, these little dates. Whether it's coffee, um, I don't fucking know, picking up something from the store, anything. It could be so simple. Fucking running to Barnes and Noble and buying a book because I'm, I'm just so mysterious like that. But <laughs> no, for real though, it's, it's fun because I feel that now I'm finding simplicity in life. I'm slowing things down. Not everything has to be so fucking fast-paced. Not saying that I won't go out anymore. You know, I, I don't necessarily get invited to a lot of parties or anything. But again, that's because I don't really know anyone out here in Dallas. I know my teammates and a few other people. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not that I don't want to go out. I would love to go out. It's just now I... I don't feel that it's necessary to go out and be doing something all the time. I'm fine with just slowing things down and relaxing and enjoying my own company. Again, I keep repeating that, but it's just, I don't know, something that's really changed, really, it, it, it's just really crazy looking back because growing up again, I was very social, always wanting to be with people. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't really care if people come over or not because, you know, it is what it is. Now I will say that if I'm having a terrible mental day, I always feel it's best for me to have someone over, which is why I will invite a friend over, um, or I'll randomly try to talk to my roommate. <laughs> um, you know, I try my best to be a little more social when I'm having bad mental days because if I am alone with my thoughts on those days, it doesn't always lead to um, great thoughts, let's just say. So, those are the days where I really try to force myself to be social. And it is hard because when I'm not having a great mental day, it's really easy to just kind of shut down. And want to close everything out, you know, drop the face of the planet and just be by yourself. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I try to be social on those days. I feel like that's what's best for me. Leading into uh, what's best for me, I, I feel like something else that has really changed for me is I've started to focus on myself more. Again, I have talked about this before, I'm pretty sure, 
um, a few episodes ago. It's been a minute, so you'll have to excuse me. But I feel like I've talked about this before. But I, I just want to touch base on how this is going. This whole year has really been about me. Not <laughs> not in general. I'm saying for me personally, it has been all about me. Healing myself, growing, learning who I am, dealing with trauma, um, digging myself out of one of the darkest places I've ever been. This entire year has truly been focused on me. I have had moments where, you know, I maybe got distracted, you know, found some interest in people and, you know, but, um, I don't know. I feel like whenever I tried to become interested in someone, either I just wasn't ready or I felt like since I spent so long focusing on myself and working on me, I didn't feel the need to have someone there. I didn't feel the need to be interested in anyone. Now that doesn't mean that I didn't find anyone attractive or, (laughs) you know, didn't, you know, window shop, I guess you could say, but, uh, (laughs) it's just now I, I'm at peace. I don't necessarily need to have someone there. It would be nice, but I'm not, you know, it's not at the top of my list of things to do, I guess. I've become very independent, so I only depend on me, what I'm feeling, what I need, and I don't look for satisfaction from other people. So I would definitely say that I've done quite a bit of healing, but um, yeah, I've I've been at peace. I did have a period of time uh, a couple months ago where... You know, someone came in and I was like, damn, this, like, this is nice. This is pretty nice. And, you know, at, at the time I wasn't looking for anything. I really wasn't. It just kind of happened. We, we clicked and, you know, things were good. But, you know, things didn't really work out. And maybe it's for the best that things didn't work out because, you know, I was very stressed about the situation that I was in. It had me stressed about 90% of the time. I'd admit when when I was with him, I feel like things were good. Um, you know, when we would hang out, things were fine. Um, it was great. But, you know, it was the moments when we were apart by... I don't know. When we were apart, it just made things more difficult because I was left alone with, again, my thoughts. And I don't know, women's intuition is, it's a bitch because, I don't know, I would just think about certain things and it got to the point where I was like, I'm stressing myself out, myself out. Like, over what? Over what? So, you know, things didn't work out, you know, but I can't, I can't hold any grudges. I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the energy to hold grudges. I don't have the energy to 
hate on anyone. Um, you know, everything's cool, but maybe it's for the best that things didn't work out because I feel like when I met this particular person, I wasn't really looking for anything. And again, things just kind of happened. Things kind of fell into place. But at the same time, I felt like it was a little forced. And again, that I'm not putting the blame on anyone. I feel like it was kind of my bad when it came to things being forced. Um, because it, it felt a little too good to be true at the beginning. So I wanted that feeling to continue. But, you know, um, I feel like the more the more on it went, it was just, it felt forced. And I, I didn't need that. I didn't need to stress about that. I didn't need to try to force anything because it should be simple. You know what I mean? So, you know, had that little, uh, had that little slip up, but I'm back. And <laughs> again, focusing on me. I'm at peace. I will say that I was a little hurt when things didn't work out, but it wasn't something that was just absolutely detrimental to who I am. <laughs> it, it didn't necessarily tear me to shreds and make me think that I'll never ever find love. It wasn't that deep, but I will say that I, I was a little hurt just because, you know, you think things will work out and then they don't. But again, it wasn't detrimental to my mental health or how I view myself. I, you know, I was hurt a few days and then I was like, wait, it's okay. Relax. It's not the end of the world. So, you know, I, I'm back to how I was before I met that person. I was really at peace. I was still, you know, trying to heal, trying to focus on me. And I'm kind of back at that point and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, I, 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 I look at it as growth. It, it's always a learning lesson. I try not to view those kinds of things as, I guess, bad memories, but more is, okay, well, you live and you learn. Let's move on. Let's not reflect too much on this because, again, you'll start overthinking and then one thing leads to another and you are like, oh, well, what's wrong with me? What? I'm like, shut up, bitch. Nothing's wrong. Damn. You just had to learn a lesson. So I was really bad about that too. I would always blame myself for whatever went wrong. Like even if the other person was in the wrong, I would still blame myself all the time because let's be honest, I, again, <laughs> I wasn't comfortable with myself, but now I'm at the point where, you know, I know my own flaws, but then again, I know what I need, what I'm good for, what I'm good at, all of that. So I will say that I have had a lot of confidence come from these changes and you really start to notice it once you become comfortable with yourself you start to notice that you you kind of radiate confidence 
without even trying. You don't even have to try hard because I know, at least for me, what I've noticed is when I go out, I will, I guess, stand up a little taller, if that makes sense. I feel a little bit bigger. Not physically, but you know what I mean. I just, I feel more radiant. I feel more powerful just because I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm comfortable with myself. And I'm not saying that I'm going to settle because I still have a lot of things that I need to work on. I still have a lot of things that I feel need growth and development. But for now, I look back at how far I've come and I'm fucking proud of myself. I really am because this year has not been easy. And I'm sure a lot of y'all can relate to that. This year has absolutely not been easy, whether it's, you know, still struggling with the worldwide pandemic or, you know, just losing loved ones, whether it's something terrible happening or whatever the case may be, it has not been easy for anyone. And I feel like for me, it took something absolutely devastating to happen in order for me to get this much growth. And I'm hoping that now I can grow as much as I did without having to have, like, without having something like that happen again. (laughs) So, um, let's hope that that doesn't happen again. Um, I, I know what I can do now. I know what I'm capable of. I can grow on my own. Please, universe, do not send me anything else that is terrible. (laughs) Please. I'm learning. I'm growing. Just let me enjoy life for a little bit. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. But anyways, um, those are just a few of the changes that I have been going through recently. And I know this episode is kind of short, but just wanted to do a little check-in because I haven't forgotten about any of y'all. And I I really do apologize for missing out on a few months. Um, again, life got really crazy with volleyball and everything. I barely had any time between that and classes, trying to, you know, secure that associates. It's been absolutely insane. But, again, look how far I've come. I now have my associates finish out volleyball with a great season, um, close that chapter of my life, starting to look at the future. It's, it's crazy, but I'm trying to think of when I first started the podcast. Cause I think we're almost at a year and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna say, Oh my God, a year, because you know, I have missed again <laughs> quite a bit, but I feel like it's, almost a year because I started around Christmas last year, right? When I was throwback to when I was like recording on my phone. Let's see. Holy shit. It's past a year. Oh my God. My first episode was December 7th, 2020. Holy shit. So it's been a whole week since then. I'm recording this on the 14th, by the way. But, um, wow. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, um, I feel like I should have made that more special then. Um, 
I don't know, but <laughs> happy one year to the podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone who has supported me this far, who has continued listening, who has um, rated the podcast. Y'all mean the absolute world to me. I think it's so crazy that I have, let's see, um, over a thousand plays, actually over, over 1200 plays now. It's, it's absolutely insane. I would have never thought that this many people enjoyed my podcast. It, I truly feel blessed. Thank y'all so much for the support. I hope I can continue putting out content that y'all enjoy, that y'all love listening to. Um, if you have anything in particular that you want to hear on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram, uh, Lauren underscore Ray underscore um, self-promotion, am I right? Or you can DM the um, podcast Twitter at SB Podcast 2Ts, and I will try to get back to y'all. But until next time, again, thank y'all so much. It makes me so happy. But y'all are the realists. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I will catch y'all next time on So Basically.